It's 12 minutes after 4 o'clock. In conversation next with Peggy Khrev, who is the spokesperson for the South African National Defence Union, the United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres has condemned the attack on a South African National Defence Force aircraft in the DRC. A member of the crew died and another one was injured when an Oryx helicopter came under fire on the way to the airport in Goma. Guterres has called on the Congolese government to investigate the matter as attacks on UN peacekeepers constitute a war crime under international law. What protocol followed? What protocol is followed when peacekeepers come under fire during peacekeeping missions and who is responsible for their safety? Peki Khrev now joining us on the line. Peki, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. And this news also comes as um, President Chikedi is actually here in South Africa for the mining in Daba. Yeah, good afternoon to you and the listeners as well. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, yeah, really tragic event. Uh, you know, uh, it's a left member losing his life in this attack on the helicopter. And uh, I think we must stress here that this orange helicopter, of course, for those of your listeners who aren't up to speed with these kinds of things, the Oryx is a transport craft. You know, it's not a combat craft. So uh, that makes the attack even more uh, cowardly. Uh, and uh, usually these kinds of aircraft are uh, accompanied by attack helicopters, which in this case it was not. And there's some funding issues in this uh, UN uh, deployment, part, partly brought along by the United States uh, in the past few years, covering their spending on the UN peacekeeping uh, uh, force there in the DRC. So there was no um, fighting aircraft accompanying it? then who takes yeah. responsibility? Because well, ordinarily think, that's the procedure. That is what's supposed to happen. Yeah, I think the mission of the UN uh, in the DRC should take the responsibility for that. Um, you know, it's, Of course, it's not a time to be pointing fingers, but it's the reality. The reality is that uh, there should have been uh, aircraft accompanying this uh, helicopter by means, uh, meaning that that would have... Uh, 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 you know, stopped any attack from taking place anyway, that at least there would have been some protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this stage, um, you know, our soldiers are really in danger in flying unaccompanied on these kinds of missions. Yeah. Um, we, we still don't know who's behind this attack, um, but we, of course, have been seeing the clashes that have been taking place in the in the Congo and also the escalation of that. And um, there's also the M23 um, dynamic that is could be at play here. Um, has the union been informed of any such information? No, look, what we, what we know is, you know, what we see from researchers and so on. I think it's a bit, uh, one should be worried about what's happening in the eastern part of the DRC right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, the past few months have seen uh, quite a resurgence under the M23 rebels. It seems that they've been rearmed or been receiving new arms. Uh, and one can only ask when, you know, when does it come to a stage where they start receiving rocket launches and so on. Of course, uh, some fingers are being pointed by some comment, uh, commentators uh, at Rwanda. And we know that because M23 has historic ties, has ethnic ties to uh, Rwanda in the sense that it basically consists of uh, people of the Tutsi ethnic origin uh, who have some political demands in the DRC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so what? what would and the... so, so, sorry. What I wanted to say is, what is worrying is that they are seem to be receiving arms, more sophisticated arms, and they seem to be well. Uh, you know, uh, their the planning is quite good, not as it was in the past, uh, fractured, 
Uh, and, and they seem to be getting awfully close to Goma. If you look at where this attack occurred, it's, yeah. it's only a couple of miles outside of Goma, which, of course, is the stronghold of, of the UN forces at this stage. Yeah. So with this incident that has happened now, the statement from the United Nations um, and also the ever-present um, threat of an M23 um, attack as well, um, should there be a sit down around all of the stakeholders, reevaluate the the peacekeeping mission? I think they should reevaluate the peacekeeping mission, but also, you know, the, the fact that the matter is the peacekeeping mission was premised on the two parties, well, the, the various parties, of which the man is the M23 and the DRC government, uh, having reached an agreement in 2012. And the most two, two most important tenets of that agreement was that uh, the soldiers of N23 would have been integrated into the DRC forces, and of course that the N23 would have been recognised as a political party. Uh, none of those two things happened, and that's exactly what's now, uh, you know, at, uh, at the base of these N23 rebels. They are saying that uh, agreements weren't kept. So it was in that light that the peacekeeping operation was started in order to stabilize the DRC, you know, oversee that uh, that there is peace and stability while these agreements are being executed. None of that has happened. And so one should really start questioning, well, you know, as you rightly say, should there be a peacekeeping force now? Should it be changed into something else? Or should the parties be forced to sit down and, and uh, execute the agreements that they've reached before? Because that seems to be the obvious answer. Thank you so much for your time. Picky Griff is the spokesperson for the South African National Defence Union. It's 17 minutes after 4 o'clock.